Amen. Yeah, get those out of the way. I can't preach with those papers here. Thank you for the three people that are really excited for me to be here. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be here. My name is Johnny. If you don't know me, if I haven't met you, uh, uh, I am one of the pastors here at First Methodist. And um, man, I just, I got to tell you how much, first off, one, I just love Wednesday nights. I love youth. Uh, I love youth ministry. Um, I was a part of my local youth ministry growing up. And I, I, I think what Lauren said is so perfect about coming to church for youth nights. It's a place where you can make a complete mess with shaving cream and play silly games, and you can sing songs. So you can have a heart of fun and joy, and you can have a heart that is reverent uh, and sings to God and, and, and wants to know more about God. All in the same place, man. I just absolutely love that. The second thing I wanted to do is this. Uh, we lifted up our, our, our breakout group leaders, and... Uh, I just wanted to tell y'all how lucky y'all are to have this group of adults here that care so much about you, uh, many of whom uh, also were a part of their youth groups uh, gr- growing up. And I know for me personally in my life, um, I-, I would not be where I am today had it not been for adults in my church that surrounded me uh, in times of need, uh, in times where my heart was broken and I thought the world would not go forward, uh, in times where I had questions about my faith. Um, that I, I didn't know the answers to, and I, you know, I was kind of scared of what the answers might be. Um, and they were there with me, and they walked through those with me, and I am so thankful for them uh, in my life. And, and I know that this, what these adults are here for, too, because they know how important that is to have that role. And so I hope you take full advantage of that, you know, when you're in your breakout groups and stuff. It, these adults really love you and really care about you, and if you have any questions whatsoever, you can always go to them. Because um, that's why they're here. Which leads me to uh, kind of what we're going to talk about tonight. I want to talk about two different things that are totally unrelated. Totally unrelated. Um, so I'm going to spend a brief amount of time on one and a slightly longer amount of time on the other. And then you're going to get a chance to go to your breakout groups uh, and, and love on your adult volunteers a little bit um, before we hang out out here and eat some burritos and such. Right? <laughs> Somebody's like, let's just get to the burritos. Let's skip to the burritos. What are we doing in here? Uh, <laughs> So here's, uh, here's the first thing I want to talk about. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is this. Uh, for many of you, you've grown up in church. For some of you, maybe this is your first experience with church. But hopefully for all of you, this isn't your last experience with church. That you're going to be around church for a long time. You're going to hear a lot of people um, teach things, whether it's in Sunday schools or Bible studies. Um, you're going to hear a lot of people preach things, um, whether it be at a church, whether it be, um, you know, wherever. Uh, and what I want you to know is something that's really important that one of those adult volunteers instilled in me um, growing up, and, and then I want to make sure that you know, um, that I know our adult volunteers do a good job of this, and, and we hope to preach and teach this, that faith is not something to just be absorbed, right? So when I get up here, or Lauren, or Amanda, or whoever gets up to preach a sermon, when Pastor Mike or David, if you come to any of our big church services, or anywhere you go... Um, Faith is not something to just be absorbed. When we get up here and start talking, yeah, we worked really hard on these things, and yeah, we think what we're saying is really good, um, but that doesn't mean we want you to just open your head up, receive all that information, close it, and then let that be it, right? We, we believe very firmly in our faith tradition as, as Methodists, uh, we believe very firmly that when you come to church, it doesn't mean that you turn your brain off, right? Your brain remains on, Uh, John Wesley, kind of the founder of the Methodist movement, um, that was a big deal for him, that faith is something that you really work at 
And, and, and when you hear things that you maybe disagree with or, or you hear things that don't sit right with you, um, that's something that you wrestle with and that is okay to do. Um, I think God is honored whenever we wrestle with the things that we hear about our faith and our life um, and that, we, that we're always moving forward to new understandings, okay? And, and what I want to say specifically about that is this. Uh, there's four words on a slide that I think we're going to post up, up here. Um, and it comes from something that's a big word that I'm not going to bother with too much, but it's called the Wesleyan quadrilateral, right? So uh, do we have those four words, the slides? No? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to say them out loud, and I want you to remember them because there's going to be a test later. Uh, <laughs> scripture, right? Bible, Scripture. Uh, the other one is tradition. Tradition is a big, scary word. Uh, the other one is reason. And the last one is experience, all right? Tradition, or Scripture, tradition, reason, and experience. And what John Wesley believed is that all four of those things are uh, are major parts of shaping our faith, right? So we read our Bibles, we hear, we hear preachers talk about Scripture, we look at our tradition, pe- what people have said in the past, and then here's the other two parts that um, I think are, are really great to know is reason. Like, how does that work in your brain? Does it make sense? Hey, looky there! Uh, reason, does it make sense? Is it rational? Is it logical, right? Uh, and then lastly, experience. Experience. Have you experienced God, and what is that experience of God? I'm not going to get too deep into this because I, I know it's super boring, but it's really important to know. It's really important to know that all four of these things uh, are very important in shaping your faith. So anytime, anytime you hear me or anybody else that's preaching something uh, say something, and it kind of strikes you, um, and you maybe have a question about it, or, or maybe it doesn't sit right with you, we want you to wrestle with that, and we want you to ask your adults. We want you to ask us about it, and I want you to work through it and not just either dismiss it um, or, or just absorb it as true, even though it might not sit right. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Good, 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 good. Um, the reason specifically I bring this up is many of you were um, here on Wednesday night for All City Worship. Who was here for that? Woo! Yes. Woo! Man, you know what? That room rocked. Uh, one of our worship bands from our church, actually it was kind of two of them combined, uh, played that night and just rocked the house. Uh, Matt back there, who's running our sound, set up lights, and the lights were incredible. We played games. There were 700 people in our sanctuary, students and adults, just worshiping our guts out, right? And I know um, we had a speaker there. Um, his name was Anthony. And uh, I know a lot of people left that night having questions about some of the things that Anthony said. Um, and we appreciate all people that come and, and, and preach and, and teach and are so dedicated to God and their faith that they want to share it with everybody. Um, but I know a lot of people left with questions about what, what Anthony said. So I want you to know, again, it won't be the last time you'll ever hear a preacher that will say something and you might have questions about it. So I want you to know that your faith is something that you participate in, right, that you're active in. And don't just accept things that are said to you. If you have a question, please ask them, and we would love to, to walk with you through those. We may not have all the right answers, um, but we would love to walk with you um, through those questions. Um, and so the other thing, that's, that's in, the, in that part. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is this is our last United Worship officially um, for this school year. I know, Sniffles, we have some seniors in the room that I know we're just going to lose at any minute and just cry their eyes out. Um, but summer is coming, and I can tell you 
When I got to May, when I was in your shoes, when I was in middle school and high school, and May came, May 1st rolled around, oh my gosh, I could just smell the chlorine in the air, right? Like I could smell summer coming. And I could, I could see my teachers like caring a little less and less about how, how school was going. And I could just feel it, man. I had taken, we had toss back in the day. Y'all take like star or something, right? Like we had toss tests. Our toss tests were over with. And like I could just feel it. We're on the home stretch. Here comes summer. I'm already going to sunburn even though I'm just sitting inside. I can feel it. I'm so excited about summer. And, and every summer uh, would come and go. And I found that often I would just kind of stumble into summer without much of a plan. And sometimes summers were really awesome. And sometimes summers were just kind of, and I don't really remember much about them, and, you know, it wasn't really that memorable. So what I want to talk about tonight uh, is this idea of summer, and, and how, how do we not waste our summer? How do we get the most out of our summer, okay? So this is kind of a loosely biblical message, right? It, it is biblical in the sense I'm about to read a scripture for you, and I do think it ties in to what we're going to talk about, but it's also, I think, biblical in the sense that, well, I'll read the message and then, or the scripture, and then I'll tell you how that works. So Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17, all right? It says this, Be careful how you live, not as fools, but as those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Now, there's a myriad of ways we can go with this scripture. And one of the things that I think Paul, that kind of underlies um, what Paul is saying in this scripture is this, that our time on earth is limited and we want you to make the most of it, right? We want you to do good things and we don't want you to act thoughtlessly. Um, but at the same time, you know, what kind of undergirds that is that life, the breath in our lungs, the fact that we get to walk around and see people and stuff, that's a gift. It's a gracious gift. And, and to use life to its fullest, uh, I think, is something that honors God as well. So as we enter into summer, we want to do things that, that honor this gift of life, right? So I've got four things, four things that I think are the ingredients uh, for a really great summer um, that I hope all of us uh, as, a, as a church, as people here, um, take advantage of, all right? So the first thing is this, and you can put these four words all up at once if you want. It's not like a surprise or anything. The first one is this, is rest. Who in here is tired? I wish I had four hands to raise, man. I am so tired right now. Uh, I'm in school myself, uh, and I am just worn out. Uh, I find myself always worn out. Although the crazy thing is I also find myself at like 11.30, midnight, like not asleep either. <laughs> so uh, I, I, there's, something, there's something off balance there. But I'm, I'm just tired, and I know a lot of you are too. You have to get up early for school, and you got to do so much work and all that stuff. And then you got to come to church and listen to me talk, and we're just tired, right? Uh, summer is a time for rest. And I mean rest in the sense of physical rest, like sleep, but I also just mean rest from stress. How many people in here are stressed? Right? Right? That's what rest is for. You can't live every second of your life stressed out and worried about the next thing. And summer is the perfect time to find rest. That's a very biblical principle. It's actually one of the Ten Commandments. Keep the Sabbath, right? Rest for your soul, rest for your body. Um, summer is a time for rest. Now, I want you to stay up late, and I want you to have a lot of fun in the summer too, but uh, make sure you're getting rest because rest is very, very important. The, th the other thing is this, number two, memories. 
Now, these can seem like contradicting things, but they're not. Uh, memories. Now, I do get a day off from time to time, and I'm going to confess to you now, here's one of my favorite things to do on my day off. <sighs> wow, you know me. Uh, to turn on Netflix and just binge watch whatever is on there. Recommended for Johnny, sure. Whatever, Netflix, I believe you. Let me watch all of it right now. You know, <laughs> I don't care. You know me, Netflix. You know me well, and I will watch, you know, seven straight 30 for 30 episodes. Right now, I will watch them. If you don't know what that is, it's fine. They're documentaries about sports. <laughs> but I'll just watch. I mean, and then the next thing I know is, like, I'll look outside, and it's dark, and I'm like, where did today go? Like, I look around me and I smell terrible and I haven't eaten and I'm like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> this is like the apocalypse. This is what the apocalypse is like, right? Like, uh, that's a tendency I have on my day off. And man, what I want to tell you is what summer is, is summer is a time to make memories. It's a time to hang out with your friends. It's time to go on adventures. Uh, it's time to do stuff that you've never done before. Uh, has anybody in here, here's something really simple and dumb, but I love it. Has anybody here been to the aquarium before? Gosh, I love the aquarium. If you didn't raise your hand just now, that's, put that on your list. Go to the aquarium this summer, right? Have you ever been hiking? Who's been hiking before? There's plenty of cool places to go hiking. We have a cool little nature park out there to go exploring off in the woods and stuff. Go there. Find some snakes or something. Uh, make some memories. That'd be a memory, right, if you got bit by a snake? Uh, Making memories. It, it would be very tempting. It's so tempting to, to use our summer for mastering, I don't know, Call of Duty or binge-watching every, every show that Netflix has to offer. Um, and what I want to tell you is this. One, that's, I would love for you to do that. Spend a day binge-watching a show. Um, that's great. But don't waste your summer doing that. Make some time to go on an adventure. Go with friends and make some memories that will last. Memories that you will talk about. Because I know for many of our seniors here, for many of our seniors here, um, that's what happens. You all of a sudden, you look back and you go, all you have are your memories. It's the stories that you tell with your friends. When you go off to college or work after you graduate and you meet new people and you want to tell them stories of, of your childhood and your growing up. And you, what I tell you what, I don't want to hear anybody talk to me about the show they binged watched or the video games they played, because I don't care. I don't care. But what I do want to hear is about the adventures you went on. I want to hear about the memories you have, the fun you had together. So make memories. That is what summer is all about. We want to help with that here in Student Ministries um, if you need help and you're not creative. We have a couple events that come up. You know, we like Wednesdays, and uh, even though our official worship stuff is over with, we're still going to have Wednesdays where we get together and play and have some fun. Um, has anybody in here uh, either played, you probably haven't, um, or seen on YouTube Bubble Soccer? Oh, yes. yes. We're going to play that, and I will tell you one thing. If any of you show up, I'm going to straight dominate you, right? That's what's going to happen. Looking at all of you right now. Uh, it's so much fun. And that is, a, that is a memory, if you want to have that. We're going to have messy games nights. We have kill balls. We usually do. We have lots of activities that we want to do with you to help you create those memories, help you make new, make new friends. But make memories. That's what summer's for. Uh, the, the third thing is grow. A summer's a time for growth. Uh, when you're in school, school's a good thing because you're learning and you're growing through that way. And a lot of it, is stuff that teachers um, give to you to grow, right? Summer's a time for you to grow in areas that you want to grow. 
you get to have some decisions about where you grow. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to grow uh, somewhere in yourself that you, that you find that you want to grow. Try something new. Has anybody ever in here, uh, let's see, uh, like done carpentry before, like made, made something out of wood? All right, six of you. Make s- somebody in here make something out of wood this summer, right? Uh, there's plenty of adults back here that are great at woodwork. That's, that's one thing you can do is make something this summer. Learn a new trade. Uh, read a book that you've always wanted to read. Or maybe for some of you, read your first book ever, right? <laughs> I don't mean that to be a dig. <laughs> I hardly read anything. <laughs> like, and, you know, and summer came and I read my first books and then I devoured them. I loved books. Grow spiritually. Summer's a time to grow spiritually, to spend some time with God uh, in the Spirit. Read Maybe the first book you read is a book of the Bible, right? Maybe you read that, but grow spiritually. It's a time for growing. And lastly, four is to serve, to serve. So when you grow, you're investing in yourself. You're learning, you're growing as a person and as a spirit and as a soul. Uh, and then serving is investing in other people. It's, it's understanding that we're all, we're all in this together, right? We're all, we all share this planet and we all grow together and serve together. So uh, there's plenty of ways to do that. VBC, many of you volunteer with VBC each and every year. Uh, Little kids, maybe for the first time, are hearing about Jesus, and you get to be a part of that, part of the fun that they're having, part of the learning that they're doing. Mission Week, many of you signed up for that and been a part of that before. I want you to go on Mission Week if you haven't, even if you have. If you're in this room and you hear my voice, you need to go on Mission Week. It's a beautiful time that we have each and every year. It's so transformative in the way that you get so exhausted by pouring yourself out to others. But then whenever you come into worship during Mission Week and your soul is so exposed because you're so tired, God works in crazy big ways inside of us during Mission Week. There's also going to be times for us to, to go to Unity Park. If you've been maybe been to Unity Park before on a Saturday, uh, that's a park over in Fort Worth um, where on Saturdays uh, we bring out a meal. And, and the homeless community there in Fort Worth comes together and, and and not just do we get to feed them a meal, but we also get to know them. And you get to meet people and hear stories unlike you've ever heard before. Play basketball and do crafts, but really build these relationships with people that we often don't get to see and interact with on a daily basis. It is a transformative thing. So those are the four things to help you not waste your summer. Get some rest. Make some new memories by going on adventures. Grow. Learn something new and grow spiritually and serve. Invest in yourself and invest in others. Because the summer, <laughs> August will come quickly, and the, your summer will be over before you know it. And I don't want it to be wasted. I don't want it to go by. Here's a, here's a little fact I heard from some preacher. I can't remember who it is right off the top of my head. Some, yeah, some preacher. <laughs> what did you think I said? Creature. Creature. Well, <laughs> eh. <laughs> not a lot of difference. <laughs> I've, I heard some preacher say once, that, that days are long, right? Days are really long, but years are short. Days are long, but years are short. I, I can remember sitting in school and just watching the clock just tick, and it just was not going fast enough. And we went to school until 3 o'clock in high school. And I, like 3 o'clock seemed like, I mean, after lunch, it's supposed to be only three hours. It seemed like two days before we would get out of school. It just seemed so long. Yet, the years went by so quickly. And there's always an excuse to do something tomorrow, like to do something later, to do something tomorrow. 
But I want you to know that the days feel long, but the years are short. So don't waste your summer because it'll be over before you know it. Take this time, take advantage of this time to rest, to make some new memories, to grow, and to serve. All right, will y'all pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you so much for this night, the opportunity to come together to celebrate you and the work that you're doing in our life. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the truth, God, that our life is a gift of grace, and we don't want to waste it. We want to take advantage of it, God. We want to participate in our own lives. So this summer, God, open our eyes to new opportunities. Help us find rest, God. Allow us the space to make memories. God, honor our time as we seek to grow in you and give us eyes to see those that need your love that we may serve them. God, we thank you for everything that you've given us, and we just pray that we are able to give a little in return uh, because of that grace. In your name we pray. Amen.